do. Ian Crawford, cutlery safety expert here. I work for the steel and cutlery manufacturers, Allied Trades, Industries and Guilds Association, Sekmatiaga for short. And I'm helping to raise awareness about health and safety, especially the dangers of cutlery. So remember, think once, think twice, think fork spoon and knife. Good news. The Takasha Zhao Li Plastic Corporation have withdrawn their proposal to merge with the Steel and Cutlery Association. This is brilliant news, as it means we can continue to keep it real with steel. Apparently, the CEO of their organisation took offence when he saw my poster saying plastic is drastic, keep it real with steel. So, anyway... This is all good news and we live to fight another day. We are not about to replace all of our cutlery with sporks. Thank spork in goodness. So, on to more pressing and immediate matters of the cutlery kind. A local theme park has been in touch to ask if myself, as a cutlery safety expert, and the team at Sakmatiaga can help. They've decided to update part of their visitor attraction by adding new rides, stalls and entertainment. They think their old medieval world area is a bit old-fashioned and they'd like to revamp it. Good idea. Well, I can't help agreeing. I mean, medieval world is definitely old and out of date, although I can't help thinking that their dinosaur zone is probably even more old-fashioned. Anyway, they've told me they've already got and want to keep their space world, their fantasy forest and their world of wonder areas in the park. But they want to add a new and amazing themed section. And they've asked for myself, Ian Spoonsense Crawford, to help develop what will be called Cutlery Corner. You've heard of Luna Park, perhaps? Well, this will be known as Cutlery Corner in Spooner Park. There'll be a cutlery-themed roller coaster, of course, billed as the best forking coaster in the world. You queue and enter through the kitchen door, and then you climb into a vehicle shaped like a giant cutlery drawer. You're shot high above the massive mountainous kitchen units and the make-believe oven and toaster before you plunge down into a giant bowl of spaghetti bolognese through some massive fish and chips and then up, round and through a dark, damp, cavernous dishwasher where you're sprayed with a splash of steamy water before being flipped upside down, air-dried with a blast of warm air and you arrive back, all clean and polished, back to the start where you got on the ride. Off you get, and while dizzy and confused, you're offered the chance to buy a photo of your amazing experience for just $19.99. On your way exiting through the gift and cutlery advice shop, you can invest in a baseball cap with a pretend fork sticking out it, saying on the front, I just survived the cutlery coaster. And for those on a lower budget, we'll have spoon pens, a novelty knife and teaspoon keyrings. You get the idea. So... That's the roller coaster dealt with, but there is plenty more fun for the whole family. The easiest ride for us to introduce will be the teaspoon ride. This is actually the uh, teacup ride with spinning teacups, but we're using it to remind people to use spoon sense. The cups will have giant teaspoons welded to the side, and instead of general music, we'll just have a safety message and a song, probably sung by me, to remind people to stir once, stir twice, Leave the spoon, move on, 
spoon sense. It might go something like, if you want to save a life, just put down your knife. Don't be a dork, never run with a fork. When it comes to safety, you can't sit on the fence. Hey, everybody, just use spoon sense. I'm working on it, but hopefully I can get a band together and we can pop down the recording studio and get that ready for the opening of the theme park. So, look out for the Teaspoon ride. We expect long queues. We also have adapted a merry-go-round carousel, and instead of galloping horses, we have the option for kiddies and adults alike to sit on giant butter knives, forks and soup spoons. It will be known as the Cutlery Carousel. We're working in conjunction with Sakmatiaga Research Department because we will be making a note of which cutlery items people run to sit on first. And over the years, we can average the results and see which cutlery item is the most popular. And although people may have favourites, and after years of research, we may find a winner, we would always like to remind cutlery users that they can't afford to have favourites. You must treat all cutlery items with equal respect. In fact, take a tip from me, Ian Crawford, treat your cutlery items like I treat my lady friends. Give them all equal respect, maybe take them out individually at the weekend, give them a once-over, check them for defects, and every now and then, give them a good polish. There'll be plenty of places to eat, by the way, at Spooner Park Cutlery Corner, and we'll insist on diners sitting down and using it, keep it real, with steel cutlery. Yes, even when eating pizza, cutlery. Yes, even when eating a donut, cutlery. Yes, even when eating candy floss, cutlery. We're not sure whether to go for a 4D surround sound movie theatre where visitors are fully immersed in the history and the development of cutlery, uh, although, just in case, I have written the introductory part. Here we go. Ever since the dawn of time and the Big Bang, human beings have extracted raw materials from their surroundings to craft and create. They have built shelter and invented a range of objects and devices. First, the wheel, the sword, the axe, and much, much later, the digital watch and digital fitness device and step counter. Once human beings had mastered the art of metal extraction, it was only a short evolutionary jump, and before we knew it, cutlery was born, and mealtimes would never be the same again. You get the idea. Visitors would probably move around in small cutlery-shaped vehicles, taking in the sights and sounds and relishing in the history of cutlery. Hmm. Maybe, or alternatively, we may have a live-action music and dance theatre experience. Think uh, Beauty and the Beast meets Cirque du Soleil. We'll have men and women dressed in fork and spoon costumes on noisy, high-powered motorbikes, jetpacks and trampolines and trapezes. We'll be able to sell light-up LED cutlery that kiddies and adults can wave in the air whilst reminding people about the dangers of cutlery as our fully trained performers run, tumble and leap through burning hoops of smoky flames while holding a range of cutlery items, all to demonstrate the dangers of fooling around with cutlery. Any injuries or blood will be carefully choreographed. There'll be special effects, and I will of course be standing by with the accident book just in case anything does go wrong. To make it fully immersive, we'll have the audience sat in the centre, strapped into seats in a rotating and rolling metal cage, with the action very much taking place in, around, above and below them. 
If we get permission, we may, may use live elephants and tigers in the final part of the show. But these will have been humanely subdued using the latest advances in narcotics, pharmaceuticals and surgery to minimise the chance of these wild animals going rogue loco or too crazy. In fact, I think the finale, to be safe, may just feature a performer in a half-tiger, half-teaspoon costume. And in the centre of the giant teaspoon will be an eye looking back at the audience. Come with me. Just picture the scene. We'll have a performer dressed as a spoon, rising up, back on his feet, done his time, took his chances. Been the distance, now he's back on his feet. Just a spoon man and his will to survive. In other shows, it happens too fast. They make the stunts far too gory. Don't lose your grip on the cutlery of the past. You must stay safe just to keep yourself alive. It's the eye of the teaspoon. It's the thrill of the knife rising up to the challenge of our stirring. And the last known survivor forks his prey in the night and he's watching us all with the eye of the teaspoon. Ah, sounds good, doesn't it? So, yes, good news. Later this year, you and your family will be able to visit Cutlery Corner at Spooner Park. Discounts available in advance with a special Spoon for One offer. Come with any teaspoon item or dressed as any cutlery item and get 10% off at the snack stall. Whether you're eating spoon dogs, pop forks or knife cream, please note, these discounts do not apply to branded beverages and terms and conditions apply. They cannot be used in conjunction with any other offer and the discount could be removed at any stage, including at the point you try and use it. Please check with your serving operative before proceeding with any financial transaction. We do recognise that the purchase of snacks at theme parks can result in spending way more than you had ever thought possible. And that's why we have introduced our Easy Spend Payment System. Ask for details on our Buy Now, Feel Queasy Later and live with a deep, painful regret for the next 12 months as we deduct an annoyingly substantial amount of money for something you didn't enjoy and didn't really want in the first place. <laughs> well... That's it. Apart from a quick message from our main sponsor, the Tallahassee Bagel Company, they say, if you like bagels, if you really like bagels, then you really should be buying your bagels from the Tallahassee Bagel Company. Thank you to them. Uh, so that is it. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tell your friends and family about the podcast and share the podcast as wide as you can, because together we can help make this world a happier but most importantly, a safer place. Think once, think twice, think fork, spoon and knife. And whatever you do, please practice spoon sense, stay safe, but most of all, stay cutlery safe. Hi everyone, this is Jim. I'm the manager and close friend of Ian Crawford. This episode is dedicated to my mum, Pamela Judges, who sadly died on the 9th of March 2021. My mum was 89, she'd been suffering from mixed dementia and she passed away peacefully in hospital after a short illness. She was a great woman, she was born in 1931. She was evacuated from Cleethorpes during World War II 
and she graduated in languages at Durham University in 1954. She worked as a teacher and later had a job at a local railway museum. She had four children and eight grandchildren. She had lifelong pen friends in Germany and Switzerland and she was kind, gentle, intelligent, good at crosswords, scrabble and rummy cup. She liked the odd glass of Baileys and was kind and generous to humans but she loved animals even more. She even left a substantial sum of money to the donkey sanctuary. So this is a good episode to dedicate to my mum because when she was five years old or so, the kids of Cleethorpes, they got a free ride at the Wonderland Amusement Park. And this was due to a royal celebration for George VI's coronation, I think. Anyway, it was so busy with kids that they squeezed three kids into the ghost train carriage designed for two. My poor mum on the outside, a skinny young kid, she fell out in the dark inside the ghost train ride on a tight bend and she broke her arm. They had to stop the ride, turn on the lights and retrieve her. And she was understandably cautious of fairground rides from that day on. So, although I don't think she would want to ride on any rides at Cutlery Corner in Spooner Park, I'm sure she would be happy to chuckle at Ian Crawford's daft adventures. All kids like to ask adults, especially parents, to look at me. My mum always took an interest in my life and was always there to hear about my latest daft idea, joke or comedy show. So, although she isn't around to look or listen anymore, she will live on in many ways and will never be forgotten. Thanks, mum.